Welcome to Real Talk, Real Women, Breaking the Silence Around Abuse. I am Gemma Serenity Gorokov, and today we have the honor of having Domina Ivantuan joining us. Her short bio says that she had a long line of physical and emotional abuse from childhood, which led into toxic and verbally abusive relationships. The final straw that broke the camel's back was being in a five-year relationship with a narcissist. He tore her identity apart and helped her realize her worth. In the process, she found her power as a woman and attracted a man who is the healthiest partner she has been in and they both have become entrepreneurs and are helping each other build each other's empires through their emotional and mindset support each step of the way. With over 18 years of education in developmental human psychology, she has been working with several clients over the years to help them overcome depression, anxiety, regulate their emotional, their sorry, their emotions, and become great influencers of this world. Graduating from the Health Coach Institute, with her relationship, career, life, and health coaching certifications. She has also, she has also studied several different modalities from dominatrix training, power dynamics, and energetics, to name a few. Now she works with career-driven Sigma women to help them alchemize their pain, struggles, and challenges into pleasure and power to not only heal themselves, but heal their male counterparts to ultimately heal the collective consciousness. The women who come into her realm are women who want more for their lives, but are unsure of what steps to take to reclaim their power and femininity as a woman, making them question and doubt themselves. After working with her, they stand tall in their power. They reclaim their womanly power and which higher levels of success they never could imagine were possible for them. Domina, thank you for being here with us today. I really appreciate you and admire the courage you had to overcome all of that. Thank you so much for having me, Gemma. I appreciate being here with you. The very first question I just asked you before we got started, we just said Sigma. Can you please just tell us in a few words what Sigma woman is? Sure. Being a Sigma woman is basically being a woman who is high driven, who it has that entrepreneurial spirit, who is very career driven, but at the same time doesn't consider herself higher than the rest people who she leads she believes that she's equal to all of them she believes that if she rises everyone else rises with her that's beautiful so basically a sigma is a leader when an alpha is a manager yes exactly okay thank you very much so very first question of this interview can you please if she so choose Tell us a bit about your story of overcoming abuse because, because we are breaking the silence around abuse. 
what kind of abuse did you overcome in your life that you feel comfortable sharing with us? Sure. So growing up, I did grow up in a very toxic masculinity type of environment. My father was an absolutely incredible man. However, in his duality, he was someone who was very much on the macho masculine type of mentality where he saw women to be submissive, never superior. And he was very physically as well as mentally abusive to me. So growing up in that with that, that mentality in the household, I witnessed a lot of abuse in the home, not only within myself, but within the relationship of my parents. And also when I started becoming of age where I started finding myself in relationships with men, I was pretty much programmed to think it was comfortable or safe to be in that type of environment or that type of relationship with a man where I <clears throat> where I was constantly being verbally abused, where I was being cheated on, where I was being lied to. So I grew having this mistrust for men, even though I wanted very badly to be in a relationship. Ultimately, the reason why I wanted to be in a relationship so badly was because I didn't grow up with a within a household of love and affection. So I searched for that elsewhere. And in doing so, I just kept on repeating the same patterns that I found myself in as a child with my father. And it wasn't until I was with my last in my last relationship prior to the one that I'm in currently where I was in a five-year relationship with a narcissist. And during that time that we spent together, he was extremely verbally abusive. He was clinically diagnosed as a narcissist as well. And it just felt like I had no escape. I felt like at the same time, while I wanted to be with this person, I felt like he was the best that I could possibly have. I didn't think that there was anyone better than him. And so during the first three years, I felt like I was starting to lose my power even more so within the relationship because of how much he would ver verbally abuse me. Just picking out every single one of my insecurities, using my conversations that I had with him against me and just completely tearing apart my confidence, feeling as if he was it for me, that he, it was almost his mission, as I'm sure many women have experienced with narcissists, where they want to pretty much be your only and everything while at the same time destroying you in the process. So when my father got sick in 2018, he we, he was diagnosed with stage four cancer. And this was August of 2018. 
And when twenty when June June of twenty eighteen occurred, my father passed. So not only was I dealing with having this emotional release of my father, the one who pretty much raised me, but also taught me all of the toxic traits that I was reliving in my relationship. I was dealing with his loss and having this love-hate relationship with him because of that duality that I saw within him. It was very much a lot of turmoil within my own mindset, trying to figure out who am I if the person that gave me all of this doubt and fear and toxic masculinity and depression because I just felt like I had no way of being able to heal that. Not only was I dealing with that and figuring out, well, what do I do with myself at this point? Because my whole identity was wrapped around the Stockholm Syndrome, if you will, of loving my father but hating him at the same time. I was also dealing with the point where I was fed up with my relationship with my ex, where I was sick and tired of him constantly putting me down, being verbally abusive to me, being verbally abusive to me in front of his friends and family and strangers. And there was just so much pressure being built up in 2018 for me that I didn't understand the gravity or the severity of how much pressure I was really under. It felt like a lot of pressure, but it wasn't until the point where in 2019, when I was at the top of my career, I was a director of IT. I was living the life. I had the monetary portions that I desired. I had all of the physical things that I desired, but I was absolutely miserable in my inside world. And I was constantly having breakdowns on a daily basis at my job where I was not able to hold anything in anymore. As much as I tried to hold myself together and get through my workday, it was something that I knew I had to make a drastic decision also when it came to my career because it was either my, mind, my mindset or my job at that point that I had to choose from. And that also created a break in my identity because I thought everything that I ever thought was what I needed to go after in my life turned out to be a complete lie because money doesn't fuel me. It's passion, it's creativity, it's peace, tranquility. And so I did a lot in my life to get to the position that I was in in my career but at what cost? And so when I made the decision in 2019 to leave my job, January of 2019, prior to me leaving my position, I ended up my I ended up my 
excuse me, I ended my relationship with my narcissistic ex. However, he was a police officer. So I was also very anxious and stressed out consistently, even after the fact that I tried ending my relationship with him. And I did end up leaving him because he used his power to track me down, to find me, to know where I was at, to find out where I was working. And it was like I could not leave the past behind me as much as I tried. And so by the grace of the universe, God, whoever you believe in, he in 2019 got charged and discharged from the police department because he was convicted with sexual assault and he lost his power he lost everything and he kept on trying to get back with me even after that telling me how could I leave him in such a dark time in his life and I had no empathy for him I had no sympathy for him because he brought it upon himself and he did not learn his lesson so I ended up threatening him with a restraining order. And when I did that, he disappeared from my life from that point forward. So at that point, I needed to figure out, because I had an existential crisis in 2019 after I left my job, trying to process my dad's death, trying to process the ending of my relationship, trying to figure out where am I going to go from here, because I had no... I had no backup plan. That was what I what I had built was my backup plan. And when all of this happened, I really just fell to my knees as, you know, like those typical stories when you have the biggest breakthrough in your life where you're just hands in the air asking universe, what what do I do? I have no idea. I've tried my whole life to build what I the identity that I thought I wanted but that turned out to be false so I did some soul searching and I started doing spiritual work I worked with spiritual healers energy healers I started working with a therapist I started working with a life coach and I just developed myself in such a way where I was able to recognize the importance of healing yourself because I was always brought up to be that very emotionless person growing up because my dad, my father always told me, you shouldn't show your weakness. You can't express your crying because people won't take you seriously. So with that mentality, I realized that when I started doing my heal healing, in fact, that was my strength in doing that. And so when I was allowed to recognize that that was my, my power, I dove head in first, head first into my personal development. 2019 was a very was a year of a lot of challenges, a lot of 
awakening moments for myself, not only mental, but spiritual and physical. And 2019, I started hanging out with my now partner. Prior to that, him and I were friends in high school. And it was a very casual relationship, very much of an acquaintanceship. But 2019, we started hanging out a lot more. We had rekindled our friendship prior to that three years before. And, or excuse me, two years before. And we remained friends. So during my healing journey, even though he knew nothing about what I was going through, he was that friend that I needed at that point in my life. And I spent a lot of 2019 with him. And 2020, we ended up getting together. So 2020, I decided that I was going to school to get my certifications for life coaching. I ended up getting, as you mentioned, my relationship, career, and health certificates in the process. When that happened... I found out that that was truly my calling, where it was no longer about the money. Yes, money makes you comfortable, but it wasn't my driving factor anymore. It was being able to help women heal in the same ways that I was able to heal myself. And because my relationship with my now partner has been the healthiest relationship that I have ever been in, in my personal growth, he has grown as well. He has been that cornerstone for me where I have been able to lean on him when all of the world felt like it was collapsing around me. He was my pillar and my strength through that process, and he still continues to be, as I for him. And so looking back at my life, all of that pain, that suffering, that the turmoil, the depression, the anxiety, the suicide attempts, like all of that negative or all of that darkness in my life got transmuted into so much pleasure in my life where I'm having, if I may, the best sex that I've ever had, the best intimacy where it's just physical touch. It has a different meaning to it where I wake up in the morning and I'm grateful for being alive because I never thought that I would make it past 21 because I was a drug addict as well. So my life has really transformed in such a way where I look back and I think, wow, this is my life. I have been able to get past so much in what feels like a fraction of my life to being in this state of complete gratitude and joy and peace and tranquility and all the things that I realized that I wanted for myself when I had my existential crisis. I've been able to magnetize myself to that. And I'm just continuing to grow from this point forward. Such an amazing story. Thank you, Domina, for sharing it with us. And thank you for inspiring our audience that life can be so much better 
when you break free from the abuse, when you go through this transition away from what you have built and what you have known so far, which is unhealthy anyway, because this is all that's new. Just and to discover, create, and manifest a healthy, loving relationship with your dream job that you have created for yourself through your business. And waking up every day grateful, meaning that you would attract more things to be grateful for throughout the day. It just works that way. <laughs> Natural law of the universe, eternal law, I should say. That is absolutely amazing. Now, I was shortly doing the mass and trying to figure out when you mentioned your father. Is it in June 2020, he was diagnosed with stage 4 cancer and August 2018, he passed away like within two months of time? Is that correct? Because it did not add up right when I was this week. Or maybe I did not understand. Perhaps I didn't say the dates properly. So in August of 2018, he got, he got diagnosed with stage 4 cancer in June of 2018 he passed away but august is after june june he got diagnosed thank you for that june he got diagnosed and in august he passed away okay so yeah that was that so within two months of the diagnosis he passed away yes so it went so fast you did not even have the time to to wrap your mind around what was going on right wow and your entire world came down scrambling from your father with this love-hate relationship, with your toxic ex, with your job that you did build up from the ground. Everything. Um, I know exactly how that feels like because in 2013, I left everything at once. As well, I left home, husband, family, job, and now figuring it out. <laughs> it is the scariest step ever, and surprisingly, it works wonders because you surrender, because you do not fight anymore, because you do not hold on to life anymore. You just let it be and ask and receive meaning that you activate all the universal laws to conspire for your highest good when you do that but how scary is that moment in time maybe if you can talk into that transition because this is what lies ahead of most of our audience and this is the scariest thought ever to think, well, it doesn't work, I shall leave. (laughs) I know my hell, I don't know the hell outside, so how do you go about that? Right. Yes, it was very, very scary. And I was scared also of my own power at that time because I also suffered from psychotic breaks. And I thought, if I leave this, I don't know what's going to happen to my mindset. I don't know 
if I'm going to survive this. And it really took a lot of going back and forth and asking friends, family, what I should do. And it was as though the universe was telling me, this is your decision. You get to decide what path you want to live. Do you want to continue being in this state of anxiety, depression, pain, and suffering? Or do you want to take that risk and figure out what's on the other side of this? And everyone that I was asking for their opinion, should I leave my job? That was the biggest thing because I had already left my relationship, but I had no security. I had no backup job lined up. I was an emotional wreck and it didn't seem like I had any sort of positive progression from that point forward. It felt like it was just going to get worse from that point. And when I would ask friends, sisters, family, what I should do, and they would say, it's your decision. That's what I kept on hearing. And it was so frustrating because I thought, can't you just help me process this thought? Can't you just help me figure out everything that's convoluted in my mind, that's clouding my judgment? Can't you just help me? And it was in that moment that I had to stand in my own power, regardless of what the circumstances were or what the outcome would be of my choices. I knew that something had to change. That is the only thing that kept me going was I need change. I don't know what that looks like. I don't know what that sounds like, what that feels like, but I know that I need it. And so allowing myself that space to just feel into my intuition, I would say was the biggest contributing factor to the development of me as you see me today. Because no one was helping me. And no one was going to come to rescue me either. So it was only me with me and I against I. And when I had my moment where I was just literally in my living room, bawling my eyes out, just pleading for some sort of resolution, it was this feeling and this voice in my mind that told me, just do it. And I believe, based off of my studies, based off of energetics and everything, that when you give up as far as allowing yourself to break, allowing yourself to feel everything that you're supposed to feel in that moment, as scary as that is coming from personal experience. You gain this clarity that you have never had before. And when I allowed myself to fall into 
my dad's passing, the ending of a relationship, the ending of a of my career, the ending of my position, not being able to hold a job. It gave me that clarity that it's going to be okay. I can leave all of this behind and it's okay. Because I was no longer under the impression that I had to do everything. It was now the universe is going to take care of me. I don't know how. I don't know what that's going to look like or anything. I have no idea what I'm getting myself into. But I know that I can't do this by myself anymore because all of my life I was doing everything by myself. And that helped me stand further and further into my power and deeper roots were being planted within me by making those types of decisions. Page four, the wisdom that you have acquired, how you have learned to convey your emotions, how you convey your story because you speak truth to so many people who are on the brink of going through this transition asking what is that right how to go about that I really liked how you said I was asking people to help me process that thoughts of potentially leaving my safe job. And it is a real struggle when you are facing yourself, having this love-hate relationship with yourself, being with yourself and against yourself at the same time. Almost. And... You made it victorious on the other side. You decided a life that seemed good, felt good from what you could perceive before actually living it and then discovering that you were right. What you expected this life to be really is even better than in your wider streets. Yes, and I would say that being able to recognize that I wasn't going to settle anymore, that helped me to really stand true in my conviction as far as what I desired for my life. Being able to allow myself to go through that transition I learned what I no longer was going to allow me to be powerless. The only thing that I knew going into my transition was I'm going to reclaim my power. I don't know what that's going to look like, but that's the only thing that I know for a matter of fact that I'm chasing after. And in the process, I became 
extremely picky when it came to finding a partner because I knew that I wasn't going to settle for anything less than what I was giving myself, which was pure and unadulterated love, affection, adoration. And I was going to look for the same thing in my next job, my next career path, and everything else that I decided to magnetize myself to to attract into my life. So being able to just understand that your weakness, weakness is your highest strength. It's the purest form of your personal power that you will ever be able to tangibly feel throughout your entire body is what I would say to any woman, any person that is listening and watching this at this moment when they watch the recording. That in itself is going to transform your life in such a dramatic way, in such a incredibly fast timeline that you will look back and say, this can't be, this can't be real. This, this isn't real. This is impossible. But in reality, this is your life now. Because I can say that about my life. I can say exactly the same. When you step into your truth, your identity, your power that you accept to rise up to the challenge that you place for yourself, meaning living the best life ever, living your life to the fullest expression of all your potential, it goes fast to absolute success. Success just runs to you, you know? One of the things I, I like to say is that the energy of money, which is one of the multiple symbols of success, not the only one, of course not, cannot be, but one of the symbols of success is money. And when you start to court money, as if money energy was an entity and that you start to really magnetize and attract and be it's only by you being in total alignment with your own success that success comes to you if you try to catch it or to chase it or to or to grab it it just disappears and this is true for success, it's true for money, it's true for love, and it's even true for cats. Just try it. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I can understand that. <laughs> but what you did is to align yourself in your beingness to become who you truly are. And life has served you with the exact blueprints that you imagined for yourself and fast yes and quite honestly when i look back at my life within the last three years of now being together with my now partner i have been able to reach levels within myself within a relationship that were 
completely unfathomable to me prior to that, where I didn't know it was even possible to be in a relationship where the unification of my partner and myself, we are one, physically, mentally, spiritually. And through that, being able to build what we have been able to build on both of our ends, being able to take risks that we never thought we would be taking. We knew we wanted them, but we didn't have the strength to do it. But together in our power, we've been able to achieve more than what we could have ever been able to imagine. And when you align, align yourself with your power, you will be surprised at what you can unlock. Because you might say, I want to find the perfect relationship. I want to be loved. I want to find my perfect career, my perfect job, whatever. But when you attract that, doors start opening up because of that law of abundance that you want one thing and when you align yourself to that the universe says okay here's more of that and it's absolutely incredible to me that I hold that type of power where I can magnetize myself to an incredible abundance that I thought was never accessible to me. It was accessible to other women, other relationships, but never to me. And it's a very beautiful journey to be on at this point in my life because I'm only scratching the surface. I have who knows how many more years in my life, but I'm just beginning. And one thing that I will say that when you were speaking earlier, came to the forefront of my mind was that when I was in my relationship, I created this saying, if you will, to my, my then partner, to my then boyfriend. And I didn't realize the gravity of what that really meant until I left him. But I was starting to step into my power. And the one thing that I continuously told him when I he would cheat when I found out that he was cheating on me and everything and was there was none before me there will be none after me I am irreplaceable and I would say it in a joking manner at that time but I would say it so often that I realized that I was actually stepping into my power by being able to say that knowing that there is no one out there in this world that will ever be me, that will ever be able to give what I can give. And it wasn't a comparison to other people. It was simply standing in my truth of being able to say, this is me in my entirety. And I am fully confident that I am as unique as one flower to a next. And everything in my life that I attract is meant strictly for me. As your listeners, your readers also have that same uniqueness to them 
that they need to recognize within themselves because that is your true power as we've been mentioning throughout this time together throwing out that last part where you step into your power and you recognize that you are irreplaceable because you are the only person be able to be you I'm going to loop it into a short <laughs> YouTube short and TikTok short because that is so powerful that listening to it over and over again until it becomes true for the person who is listening and merging with that thought until that thought and that person becomes one as you did for yourself is so powerful to step in your truth, in your identity, in your power. And I absolutely thank you for that. On top of your entire gorgeous life. Because you made it amazing on the other side of the abuse. Definitely. You made it wonderful. Thank you. So, if people want to connect with you, we have two references. We have domina.evantual on IG, Instagram, and Facebook. Eventual, E-V-E-N-T-U-A-L. When there is no accent. And when there is an accent, how do you pronounce this accent on the U? How do you say it? It's Eventual. Okay, Eventual. And then you have a website that doesn't sound like the wing I bought one at all. How does that sound? It's Valens and Brit. Valens and Brit. And what does that mean? That is a combination of words that represented the old version of me. The version that I was that the world cultivated, essentially. The representation of that is, that is the starting point for everyone. We start off with this initial programming or indoctrination, if you will, where we are given a name, we're given beliefs, we're given personality traits, all of these things. And... It's up to us to be able to say, I don't like any of that. I want to create a life that I chose, a belief system that I chose. And so my government name, if you will, is Brittany. So that is the Brit in Valens and Brit. And just like I mentioned, everyone starts somewhere. And we, when before we step into our power, we are in this state of indoctrination from the outside world. When you step into your power, like myself, I've become Domina Evangel. And so that's the transition that I help my women to step into when they work with me. And that's how that name came to be. Absolutely amazing story. Thank you so much for sharing. I can also relate to that because I was not born Gemma Serenity. I chose it with 
finding my truth, finding my identity, and healing from 15 years of domestic violence. This is absolutely gorgeous. I do understand. <laughs> Thank you so, so much. And only now, it has been an honor, a pleasure, so much value, so, so many nuggets that you shared with us today. I'm thrilled to announce you all in the upcoming anthology book because you will be in there as well. And uh, yeah, thank you so, so much. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. We have it's been an absolute pleasure. And I mean, from the moment that we connected, I knew that we shared a kinship because we understood each other at a, a level that is recognizable on an energetic plane. And I've felt absolutely grateful to be in your presence and spending this time with you and your audience. And I look forward to continuing endeavors like this with you. So I appreciate our time. Me too. Thank you so, so much. Looking forward to putting this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So thank you very much for now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.